right, uh, welcome, Chris Gillen, to Aiden Meets Interesting People. Oh, thanks for having me. That's uh, thank you for having me <laughs> in your house, or uh, more so a uh, shrine to the Geelong Football Club. Yeah, that's a bit more like it. Yeah. <laughs> Big fan? Yeah, massive. <laughs> Who's the uh, all-time greatest? Is Gary the all-time greatest player of all time? Well, he'd have to be at the moment, I would say. You reckon? Put him yeah. up there? Yeah, you're right up there. <laughs> Fair enough. That's a good a good answer in case he's watching. He might, uh, yeah. <laughs> he might come, come down here and get you if, he, if he's not. <laughs> he might. He <laughs> said like, oh, yeah, nah, Joel Selwood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, very good. So we've got you, got you on here, um, obviously because I believe that you are an interesting <laughs> person, but I think there's a lot of people out uh, in the Warrnambool community especially, but also um, statewide and, and nationally that would say you're an interesting person and the things that you're doing with your life are um, worth talking about. So uh, thank you for allowing me to, to sit in here and um, go through a few things. Yeah, no worries. That's good. Um, so we'll talk about you're in a chair because of muscular dystrophy. How much How much do you know on a, like a, I don't know, a scientific level or something about muscular dystrophy? Do you, do you bother yourself with the scientific details of it all or do you just roll with it? Uh, not really, but yeah, know a few things. It's part of the um, protein that's missing in your blood and your muscles that make them waste away so that's basically as far as I look into it but yeah alright yeah. so there's a, a certain protein missing and it's a it's a genetic thing isn't it it's yeah. not something you sort of catch as a kid or anything like that it's a genetic thing that's that's come through through the families yeah it passes from the like the mother yeah is the carrier of it so yeah um, it can be just random that happens but like in our family, like two cousins had it as well, so it's like genetic in the family. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. And it's it's much more common in males than in females. And from the research I did, it was sort of like what, about one in five thousand males. Is that what yeah. you? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And but then it's like one in fifty million females or something. Yeah. It's very very rare for a female. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, what, why is that? I'm not really sure. I'm sure someone who yeah. knows about someone genetics. Know. Some <laughs> <Yeah>. scientist. <laughs> Some smart scientist yeah, yeah. to fill us in. They'll be messaging going, it's easy, it's because of yeah. the X and the chromosome. Yeah, it'd be yeah. something like that. Yeah. Have you met females with no, I've never muscular met. dystrophy? No. Or probably maybe some with muscular dystrophy, but never the form that we've got. Okay, yeah. right. So there's explain the, the different forms. I think there's about nine different forms Duchenne is one that we have right which is the most common one but yeah there's a few different ones you can get okay yeah, yeah. and how do they how do they differ do you uh, just some are only like say like the arms and upper body okay. some are just parts of legs but yeah they're all different but yeah this is the one that is the worst one right. probably to get yeah <laughs> great yeah <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so, okay, yeah, so one in 50 million. Do you know if there's there are females in Australia that have it? I'm not really sure. You don't know? So you've yeah. never, even online or something, you've never... No, I never really met. looked into it. Yeah. yeah. How many how many people Australia-wide do you know of? Like, so you've either met them or you've, you know, sort of... Because I assume that you're sort of online friends with a few yeah, um, um, other sort of kids that have this condition. Yeah, I'm friends with a, f- a few, yeah, but... Yeah, also, like, yeah, my cousins had it. Yeah. My brother had it. And it. I know a few others, but we never really went to any of the camps and 
stuff. We only went to one, so we didn't really meet many others. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because there wasn't many around this region. There was a few, but yeah. Yeah, no, only, only the ones, you know, your yeah. cousins. That, yeah. So is there a little sort of a network group for, for boys with muscular dystrophy where you can sort of chat to each other? I think, online yeah. Online or video or whatever, just to sort of, as a support network? I think Muscular Dystrophy Australia, they do a lot of, like the, like the camps, like I said, but they've got groups in like days you can go into headquarters and there's a heap of them together. Okay. Yeah, and they do stuff like that, go to movies or whatever. Mm. Yeah, so there is that networking down there. Is that yeah. in Melbourne? Yeah. Yeah. But there, there probably is everywhere, but yeah. we don't really, yeah, we just sort of kept to ourselves. Okay. Yeah. Roughly kept to yourself. You've also oh, yeah. been out and about and done a whole, a whole bunch of, whole bunch of stuff. Um, do, do you do you remember when you were a kid that your parents sitting you down and talking to you about muscular dystrophy and the fact that you had muscular dystrophy and what was going to happen, like the long term, like the short terms and the long terms? I don't really remember, like yeah, conversation just sitting down not telling us that we had it but mm. you just notice things as you're growing up and then obviously as we got further along mum dad filled us in on more of the stuff that would happen like the life expectancy yeah. and stuff like that which was tough at the time but we just had to look at it like we got this long go and enjoy life like, yeah. there's no point sitting at home being sad about it it's still going to happen anyway so yeah well yeah, yeah. you either you either have that life expectancy and sit at home going, this is bullshit, yeah. and be annoyed about it, but it's still here. Yeah. Or you say, you know, I've got X number of years, I'm just going to smash it and yeah. do whatever I can. Yeah. Let's just go do anything and just have fun. Yeah. So yeah. your cousins that had it, they were older than you? Yeah. Both of them? So, yeah. So you were able to see the effects yeah of what was happening to them before it was happening to you yeah yeah we all like happened at different rates but yeah you still could see like basically what was going to happen and yeah when they both passed away then it was sort of hit home that shit it's closer than you think Did it? Yeah. yeah yeah it got got a bit more real yeah then. for a little while yeah so how how old were they when they both passed away so zach was just turned 19 ah oh yeah just over 19 I think Ben was about 25. Yeah. I think, yeah. Right. Is that quite early or is that sort of an expected age? Uh, Zach was probably a bit earlier, but there is some that do pass away a lot younger. But yeah, Ben's probably around the average, around mid-20s to... Yeah. Yeah. And that's about the average? Yeah. But you've, you've beaten him? Yeah. <laughs> Come past everyone. <laughs> oh, you yeah, yeah, family, you, yeah. You passed everybody, the older, yeah. yeah. I, I, I looked up and there was a guy, um, I've got it here, what's his name? Robert, uh, where is he? Oh, David. David Hatch, the oldest yeah. living man with muscular dystrophy. Have you heard of him? I hadn't until you sent me the question. Uh, until I sent you the question. He's 58. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I looked him up. I thought, geez, 58, that's kind of right. <laughs> to try and catch him. Yeah, try and beat him. What do you got, 20 years <laughs> now? How many years? How old are you? Uh, I'm 30. 30? Yeah, oh, 28 God. years to catch 28 him. 28 years to go. Easy. Piece of cake. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not sure how mum and dad will be coping by that stage. As long as Geelong keep playing finals, you'll stick around, I reckon. Yeah, I reckon. <laughs> Got to see out a few more flags, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. Um, have you got... Uh, obviously, you're aware of a, a shortened lifespan. Have you still got a little a, a bucket list or have you you're getting close to ticking these things off? Uh, not really a bucket list like I've enjoyed a lot of 
things most mostly now is my goal is to get a cure so yeah other people don't have to go through it so that's with the foundation we're just pushing for that that's probably that if there was a bucket list that would be it the number one thing I've right got. yeah yeah and then your goal in that bucket list is raise as much money and as much awareness as as yeah. you possibly can isn't it yeah we just keep pushing till we get there yeah yeah um we'll, we'll get we'll get on to we'll get on to that a little bit yeah. later because we've got you know some some chat to have about the Gillen boys foundation and also the the science behind finding a cure and, yeah. and whatever else um i've watched sort of from afar so I, I knew you and aaron when you were little kids we used to go to the footy yeah. together a little bit when i worked with your dad as a, as a strapper yep so you were charging around and, and and running around and then from from then I, I moved away and but watching from afar I was always pretty amazed at the stuff that you guys would get out and do. So yeah. hugely involved with the Geelong Footy Club. They've been a pretty, and, and not just going to the games and, and watching it and, and going home again, as most people are, but yeah. you're sort of involved in the club as far as in the change rooms and then yeah. the, the players um, come into your house and stuff. like. Yeah, they become friends more than just a supporter. We're just not just supporters of their club. They like good friends with like ones like Jimmy Bartel, yeah, Gary Junior, like that group, like the two thousand seven flag group. Like we grew up when they were drafted. Really, we've been going since then, so we've known them for a very long time and just become good friends. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So how often, how often do you sort of talk and meet up with those sort of guys now that they've finished football? A bit less now because they're all busy with their That's, yeah. whatever they do, but they're still in contact constantly yeah. through phone or Facebook or Instagram or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously we've had COVID and stuff, so no one's travelling around. Yeah, it's tough not, to. Yeah. Yeah. That, COVID must have been a really like, scary time. Yeah. For still you. sort of is in the way, but <clears throat> yeah. We, yeah, been pretty, been staying home a fair bit, but I've got my first vaccine now, so looking forward to the second one. So you just got a bit more like freedom then a bit relax a little yeah. bit more around people well if it makes you feel good i've had both of mine as well so yeah. i'm good to go <laughs> yeah i remember i remember seeing a facebook post that you put up saying like this was it, it was like a milestone because you went out in your driveway yeah it was like the first time in yeah, eight months or yeah. something that you literally left the house yeah i just got used to just staying here it's yeah. just easier to stay like it's not worth the risk so no yeah because no, it's sort of for me when when COVID was first coming around and I was hearing about it and like I'm asthmatic which obviously is on the yeah. very lower end of the scale of anyone's abilities and disabilities but I was thinking like from what I was reading if I get this like that's trouble because yeah. I do have trouble breathing all the time yeah and then there's people like like but I didn't have to lock myself in my house for yeah eight ten months at a time like that's crazy yeah but yeah. necessary yeah. Because it would flatten you. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to do what we have to do. Yeah, but thankfully, it didn't It didn't uh, come down this way. Yeah, it's been, we've been pretty lucky. We've been pretty lucky. Yeah. So all the, all the lockdowns and all the mask wearing and all those sort of things have been uh, helping people yeah. people like you that have it's a been, genuine fear like a, a, of it. Yeah, it's been very good that, yeah. And Warnable's been very good at doing following the rules so which is good yeah excellent anyway we got we got sidetracked we'll talk about yeah. Geelong for a minute there we got all got all dark and COVID yeah. <laughs> not that again yeah. <laughs> not that again yeah um music's music's been a huge 
uh, part of your life. And we learned on the telethon the other night, um, the Fitz Media Telethon, that you'd, again, you don't just listen to Casey Chambers, you don't just listen to Diesel albums, but you then message them and talk to them. And, yeah. and they're friends now as well. Yeah, yeah. Adam, Brand and Casey, really close too. But yeah, we've met ones like Diesel and Russell Morris and that. They're just easy to reach out to if you need something. They're happy just to jump on board. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they donated a lot of time and effort in making yeah. videos and sending them off to you guys for the for the telephone yeah. and whatever else. Especially at the moment with like the music industry has been hit pretty hard. So for them to still do something for nothing, basically, is pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So who, who else? Kid Rock's another one, isn't he? Yeah, we got to meet him a couple yeah. of weeks ago. That was Aaron. He pushed that like a campaign with that. Got us <laughs> in the paper and everything. And he, then he wanted to meet Kid Rock. Yeah, and yeah. we eventually got through and got to meet him, which was really cool. Obviously in Australia, yeah. Yeah, it was when he was out with Bon Jovi. Okay, yeah. yeah. Did you meet Bon Jovi on the side? You're like, no, you like, Bon Jovi, stay over there. No, I'm didn't meet talking. him. But they, um, the band actually got us moved to a better spot so we could see better. Oh, so sweet. we didn't actually meet him, but when we come back out after talking to Kid Rock, we had to walk past the stage when he was playing and he's looked down and pointed and so he acknowledged us, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you are able to keep in touch with him as well, like? I sort of was in touch with Kid Rock's management for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we were um, running a website in Australia for him. Okay. For, for a while, but yeah. Was that a, like a, I want to meet kidrock.com or something? <laughs> or? No, it took over as his, like, um, like a fan page we were doing for him. Ah, and They right. asked if we wanted to do it, so. Ah. Yeah, go, we did yeah. that for a while. It was you and Aaron? Yeah. T- took over the Kid Rock fan page. Yeah, in Australia, yeah. That's awesome. It's crazy. Some yeah. of the things we've done, you just shake your head. Like, it's been tough, the condition we've been dealt, but on top of that, we've still enjoyed a lot of things that people would never have done. Like, yeah. we've met a lot of people that, and been to a lot of footy games that people don't go as as many times, so that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, silver lining, huh? Yeah, it's always got to find a positive out of something. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Did, did you go to Geelong Grand Finals? Yeah, we went to all of them, oh, even the losing one. I went to all of them. Even the losing yeah. one? Ah, no. That was a tough one, but yeah. <laughs> we got to enjoy the highs and the lows of Grand Finals. Yeah. Did you go into the rooms after they won that, or was that a bit of a closed door No, nah, yeah, it's pretty hard to get in yeah, after that. Yeah, But we saw them, so after the first one, the 2007, which was the big drought-breaking one, mm. they had a day at the club the next day. But, um, yeah, they got us in underneath and we were talking to Gary and, like, Otto and all those players yeah. after, which yeah. was pretty cool. In various states of... Oh, uh... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Gary would have been fine. He's a non- yeah, he was fine. Cat, so he's okay. Yeah. I'm Some of the others were a bit, yeah, a bit tired and <laughs> a bit sorry for themselves. But it was good. <laughs> ah, that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. And uh, sprint car racing's another another big one. They're probably the biggest three, are they? Footy, music and yeah, sprint probably. car racing. Your, yeah. Your three big ones. Yeah, that's all. You've been a, a big to the point where you bought your own sprint car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A friend of ours got it. Sprint car for it, the two seater, ready to go. So I've been looking at that thing for a long while. Going, we, we've it's got to gonna get it be going. fun. Yeah, once COVID gets out of the way, we'll be able yeah. to start having some rides again. They're going to get you in there. Nah, I don't take think the, I'll be that. Take the wing yeah. off it and might be a bit tough. 
<laughs> Getting you out might be the hard part. Yeah, it gets stuck in there. <laughs> oh, Cut me out. Make it work. Straight yeah, into the back or something. Yeah, Speedway's always been there. Passion. You're always there. Yeah. I don't go there very often, but if I go there, you're always there. Yeah, always there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a couple of times a year, maybe. Yeah. Bigger, the bigger events. Yeah, but, me uh, and Dad go all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron was a big Speedway as well? No, nah, he didn't like Speedway. Oh, I didn't like no, it? No, I hated it. Oh, did he? Didn't like getting dirty. <laughs> ah, I didn't, yeah. yeah. You guys sit so close too. Yeah. You're like right at the fence. Yeah. You're like two metres from the fence. Yeah, we're pretty close there. Getting sprayed. Yeah, love it, mate. <laughs> did you go as a kid as well? Like, yeah. did your dad always took you as a kid? Yeah, I've, yeah, gone for a lot since I was young. Well, I haven't missed many classics since I've been born anyway. Oh, really? But yeah, I went to a fair few, which is cool. Yeah, and you go all three days too. It's a, yeah. Oh, it used to be a two day event. Yeah, and then it's gone to three Extended days. To a and three. You just add it to the list. Yeah, yeah more, just keep more. going. Yeah, it's a pretty tough weekend, but I'll get through it. Yeah, find a way. <laughs> tough <laughs> weekend. <laughs> it's pretty tiring by the end. But yeah, yeah, it's so late. Just push through it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's talk. We'll talk a little bit more about muscular dystrophy and and yep. and the um, you know, sort of what you what you go through. So people can obviously see walking's not a thing. Yep. Um. I mean, your, your head and your mouth, all that's yeah. fine. That's yeah, good, there's obviously good. things that other people don't see, like issues and problems that other people don't see. Are you yeah. happy to share any? Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's pretty tough. But more of the things that people just take for granted, really. Yeah. They just go on the toilet. Like it's a, not an easy job and you need someone to help you. And right. Yeah, because there's not much arm movement or strength either left. Yeah, to also, help, yeah. help lift anything. So mum and dad just do a mountain of work and yeah, appreciate everything that they do. Yeah, I can imagine, yeah. Yeah, so just anything, like even scratching your nose, like people just, that's an easy thing, but we need to get mum or dad to come do it. Do, is that, so yeah. yeah, that's the thing. So your, your hands, have you got some movement? Well, I can move my fingers but and my arms a little bit, but I can't. Yeah, like, you can't no lift lifting, them, yeah. lift them off. Not anymore, like that's gone a few years ago now. Yeah. Yeah, you just gradually things get harder right yeah, yeah so that like scratching your nose thing you, yeah. li- you literally have to say mum can you come and scratch my nose yeah it's that pretty... must happen a hundred times a day like people yeah. wouldn't realise yeah it happens a fair bit there's probably been 50 people watching this that have scratched their nose since we started talking about exactly, it exactly yeah their mine's getting itchy now yeah no, you're, yours is probably used to... <laughs> let me know if you need yeah. me to scratch it I've got you <laughs> No yeah, so yeah. I mean, obviously, toileting and, and showering and stuff is yeah, it's all just... tough. Yeah, it takes a long time as well. Yeah, a shower would probably take me roughly an hour to get done. Yeah, and be fully ready to go like, watch TV or whatever after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, people probably can't see from the video here, but you've got a, a hoist here in, yeah. in your in your room. So obviously, you get hoisted out. Yeah, into there onto the shower, put into a shower and, chair, yeah. and then mum, mum and dad, full yeah. wash, and then back out again. Yep. Dry you back in the chair. Takes ages. Yeah. There's an hour. Toileting's probably, I don't know, 20 minutes or so. Yeah, half, probably. Yeah. Yeah, just takes eight. Everything takes a lot longer. Yeah. But we've got our own like set routine now. We just know what we're doing and just get on with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. sure. Does your, do your parents do all of that stuff or have you got carers that come here as well? No. Mum and dad, from the start, just want to do it all themselves. Yeah. So the whole time they've just done it themselves which is right so the opportunity remarkable. to have carers is there yeah, yeah. parents have just said yeah, no no we, they're can, pretty stubborn. we can do this uh, yeah. They, yeah they just want to do it themselves and yeah. keep it their own little family sort of okay to get through and your stuff. dad he still works 
full time? Does your mum yep. work? No. No. So she, she stopped working when Aaron was born. So that was oh, even okay. before we were diagnosed anyway, but... Ah, oh, right. Yeah, because so then, yeah, yeah. mothers tend to... And then she just never went back to work because she said, we need to look after the boys and yeah. to stay home and do it, and Dad yeah. just kept working. Do you know how long after, say, Aaron was born, how long after that he was diagnosed? Like, is that something that they can do fairly quickly? They can nowadays, but mm. back then, we only really found out because Ben and Zach got diagnosed. Okay. And they said, we'll get them tested too. So I was about four, mm-hmm. so Aaron would have only been about like, 18 months or something. Yeah. We found out, yeah. Okay. Right. But nowadays, I think they can just like do their heel prick and they can find out that sort of stuff. As Straight well. away. Yeah. Yeah, so before, before there's any signs of... Yeah, so a, any signs of disability starting to come through. So then you can sort of get into early prevention, like do more physio yep. and it might prolong use of your legs and arms for longer. and Building strength as a yeah. kid to try and, yeah. And it just helps, yeah, later on when you get to like my stage. Yeah. Yeah. So how, can you remember, maybe you can't remember, but maybe you've been told since, but at about what age physical signs started showing? Uh, probably from, yeah, not really when we got diagnosed, probably a couple of years later, you just notice you can't run around like everyone else and um, slow down and get tired easier, that sort of stuff. But yeah, apart from that, you don't really, it just gradually happens. You don't really wake up one day and then be like, oh, I can't walk today. Like, you just notice it over time, it just gets... Yeah. Harder, yeah. So I did. I, I did read that it was one of the earliest signs is getting up off the ground. Yeah, it's very, was a really hard yeah, one. Yeah, that's tough. Tough to get off the ground. So that was pretty much there from then. So Mum sort of probably knew something wasn't quite right anyway. And yeah. then yeah, once we got to get tested, we knew what was going on. Yeah, it's just difficult to get off the floor, and probably a lot. Another one's falling a lot. Is yeah. Early signs, yeah. Just running and then just, just trip over or just trip over nothing. Away, yeah, yeah, yeah. So your your mum, I guess, I don't know. It's not necessarily an advantage, is it? But it's, your mum had the um, the ability to see that because of your older cousins as yeah. well. Because that's your they're on your mother's side, weren't they? Yeah. Your, your mum's yeah. sister's kids. Yeah. Yeah. So she, she potentially even if just in her head, was able to diagnose that yeah. before the doctors came across. So, yeah, we probably didn't show too many signs, but she might have yeah, known there was something. Picked a bit, up on yeah. a couple of things. Yeah. And she used to be a nurse too, so she right. sort of knew of diseases like that. So Yeah, a bit yeah. more acutely aware of yeah. some of those things. And then she's still a nurse now. She just kept going. <laughs> just doesn't get paid as much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't get paid as much, yeah. How much do you pay her? I don't pay her. <laughs> Zero. No, good to her. Good on it. Oh, you're good to her. Right. That pays the bills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, help out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it probably doesn't get paid as much as they really should, carers. And like when they're at home, you obviously get money from the government, but it's probably not as much as they should. Like, yeah. if someone had to get paid to come in and do it, yeah. that'd be a lot more money than what mum's earning. But yeah. Right. But she doesn't care. She wants to do it, obviously. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah, you think they should get compensated a bit better because that's saving money for the government in a way because you're not paying a worker to come in 
you know what I mean? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to pay a carer to come in as as much as your mum, one, yeah. you would need two of them because your mum's 24-7. Yeah. So you probably need three. If yeah. people do it. And then you'd be paying each of them, I don't so know, much 80 that, yeah. grand a year or whatever, yeah. whatever, 70, whatever. <clears throat> so that's, you know, 100, 210. Yeah. You know, and then your mum's obviously doing 24 hours a day. So adding a bit of Saturday, a bit of public holiday time, yeah. a bit of overtime. Yeah, exactly. Gosh, you should be on three or four hundred a year. Yeah, <laughs> works very hard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good. And then your dad's also the same. We should, yeah. We shouldn't say your mum does everything. Oh, yeah, she doesn't. Yeah. Probably. Obviously, your dad's working. Yeah. So. So but, yeah, they both do their own parts. Like, yeah, mum looks after me all day, but dad sort of takes care of get me on the shower chair and well, they both do that. But yeah, dad showers me and all that sort of stuff. So they got their own jobs that. Just it helps to keep it running smoothly. The routine must be pretty, yeah, pretty schmidt. Like just like this time we do this, then we do yeah. this, then we do that. Then I go to work, then I come back. We do this, that, yeah. Especially when there was two of us, it was yeah. yeah. We had to be very strict, like keep on the routine. Not so much now, but we still do run to a routine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, well, I guess that, that's helpful. You do it. You cook a bit, don't you? Or you used to more so. I used to, yeah. Yeah, so that would help help the folks out of you. you yeah, the, used to do that. It was good fun. Thermomix fan. Yeah, mum's always cooking in that. <laughs> She's been a lifesaver, really, because it saves time. I've never used one. People talk about it. They, people rave about it. Yeah, there's heaps of stuff you can do. It's just, they're <laughs> pretty good. So, yeah, mum can set something to start cooking and go do something else and then come back and it's, your meal's ready. So it sort of saves time to do stuff for us as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so it's useful as well as oh they're very useful yeah (laughs) there's lots of people that yeah don't like them but yeah yeah well that concludes our thermomix ad for the (laughs) (laughs) nice little insert yeah Yeah. we get paid by thermomix don't we yeah Yeah. Yeah, heaps of money um let's talk about the gillen boys foundation this was more of a brain child of aaron i think from it's a, it was his sort of dream and his hope to have something that was raising money or is it sort of it a joint thing? Sort of both, but yeah, he probably come up with the yeah, first idea. That was just when we're only family-run organisation then, mm. just Muscadish for Awareness Warnable. So that was about three years we did that. And yeah, we raised over 150000 just ourselves. Yeah. And then, yeah, February last year, well, it actually started before that. It was when I was sick in 2019, late 2019. Yeah. Liam Fitzgerald was talking, like wanted to do something so to keep our legacy going. So he got in contact with Butch Cassidy of Cassine and um, they come up with the idea of starting the foundation. And then, yeah, Pete, uh, Butch got all these business people on board to that he knew that to help out. So started that in February 2020, that launched. Mm-hmm. And we've probably raised about probably ninety to a hundred thousand in that too. Which is through COVID as well, which yeah, is still which an amazing couldn't, couldn't amount of money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. pretty good. So you reckon so totally raised two hundred and fifty yeah, about that, yeah. Close enough to two hundred and fifty thousand? And that's yeah, we started in twenty sixteen as a family run. So yeah, it's only just over five years and Yeah. That's a lot of money. I to feel raise. like it's on the build though, isn't it? Yeah, with if COVID didn't hit we had lots of plans but Obviously, those change, but we're still ticking along, getting some money in. Yeah, which is good. And the, yeah, the event on the weekend, the telethon really helped. It was yeah, a nice little booster, and it was a bit of fun. Yeah, what was the end total of that? Ne- nearly nine? 
it's roughly between like because some people you don't you yeah. have to still have to chase up some yeah. but so it'll it'll be over it'll be just over eight at the moment but we've still got a little bit coming in yeah Chases so it'd probably be close to eight and a half to nine pushing that yeah hopefully. and so the aim of the gillen boys foundation is to like obviously raise money where yeah. does that money go so you get the money in the bank and then you ship it to yeah so we're just making some changes with that we were sending it to between save our sons and muscadish for australia but now we're trying to find a more direct link sort of say directly to research or yeah. directly to the nurses that help with the trials so we've just been looking into that at the moment so the money's just sitting there ready to go we just got to make a decision where it's going uh okay so you've got save our sons and so that's obviously yep. a um they're not they're not involved in research themselves they yep. that raise yep. awareness as well and then they pass the money yeah to, so they're to a research. foundation as well yeah yeah oh, okay so, so yeah they're save our sons is the descend foundation so yep. that's australia-wide and mdas as well muscular australia but they're more based in they're in Melbourne and Save Our Sons is based in Sydney. And now there's another one starting up in Western Australia. So we've got, there's lots of spots. Everyone's doing the same thing. Yeah. We just got to get that money into the research and get the trials to come to Australia. Yeah. And then there's our chance to find a cure. Right. Uh, let's, let's talk about the science and, and stuff behind the cure. Advancements have obviously been made a, a lot what sort of advancements have you seen in, in your lifetime of um you know people's life expectancy but also yeah. quality of life yeah i think a lot of the life expectancy now like now you've got bipaps like to when you sleep so it helps you with your breathing got like this sip ventilator that i've got here that's like what snorers wear isn't it the bpap thing is that the, that, similar that's thing? a cpap it's similar oh, cpap and bpap the, the yeah. bipap is yeah. more like if you stop breathing it'll push the air to make you breathe again okay so yeah. yeah that's very important to so you sleep with one of those on yep okay yeah and i've got this now the sip ventilator just when yeah. you need a bit of air you just have a suck on the hose okay so stuff like that has been really good mm. so that's helping with quality of life and it, it is, is extending like the expectancy which is really great yeah but yeah as far as the science i don't know too much but i know there's always things we're getting closer like when we speak to ones like at save our sons or the other mba uh, australia that we know that it's getting close but we just need that money to like push it yeah. and get the trials to come to australia instead of just being overseas so where where are the trials now is it europe or america there's or? a yeah a lot in like europe and america yeah there is some starting to get here but that's through ones like save our sons that are putting heaps of money in to get the trials out so that's been really helpful and what what are they trialing so there's some is gene editing i think okay yeah i don't know too much about that but yeah they're just trying to find the link to stop the protein that's missing like to fix that up and then hopefully we'll be able to stop getting to this stage where we are now right so yeah, I think, okay. yeah so i don't know too much about it but that's basically all that sort of stuff they're trying just to try and keep it going so hopefully we are getting closer but you, you never know it yeah. still takes money ta- takes time <laughs> to try and get there 
Right. So they're trying to figure out how to stop kids having muscular dystrophy in the first place, or they're just trying to maybe the, uh, someone gets diagnosed with muscular dystrophy. Yep. Let's give them this treatment, and then that might be able to generally yeah, will just go it. not yeah. go away, but it's wholly manageable for a full life expectancy. Yeah, I think that's the aim is to find a way that you can stop it happening completely. Mm. But if someone does have it, there's treatments that might limit how bad it is or stop it from happening then altogether. Yeah. Like it'd be cool if you could just some drug you have to take and you're fine for the rest of your life. Like that'd be cool. Yeah, but sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? <laughs> Science is a big thing, so Yeah. It's always changing, so you never know what's gonna happen. I wonder yeah, I wonder if it's yeah, like you say, gene editing or a gene therapy sort of thing where they can yeah. just um I don't know, turn it off or something. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, like we've we've tested the, the, the parents. The chances of a baby having muscular dystrophy from those parents is, is high. Yeah. Except we'll just do this and then, yeah, and then like yeah. it's not an issue. Yeah, that'd be cool if it gets to that stage. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you just never know. Nah. What's yeah. around and the corner. Without having to go through and look up whatever, I'm sure it's there's other conditions in the past where yeah. we've done that already to, to yeah. an extent. Um, yeah, where where people would have had horrible qualities of life and poor life expectancy, and we've turned that off. Like it yeah. just doesn't. Yeah. It's just things take money. That's the thing, and, mm. and awareness. So the more awareness we can get out there of the condition, the more money we can raise to help yeah. find this cure. There's lots of yeah, lots of foundations pushing for the same thing. Yeah. So hopefully, we can all combine in Work the end and, and gets there. That'd be, the, that'd be the plan, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's the goal of ours anyway. Are there doctors in Australia working on it at all? Or I, is it yeah, mainly overseas? I think there is some research taking place in Australia as well. Yeah. There's some that we might be going to get involved with soon, so to see yeah. what happens. Yeah. <laughs> um, it'll be interesting when I go back and edit this. You know, we were talking earlier on that Aaron likes to annoy people, especially drain batteries. Yeah. And I kind of turned that camera on about three times. So I don't know how much footage <laughs> is coming out of that camera, but he hasn't messed with yours. I don't know why he's messing with mine, but uh, <laughs> that's the shit stare. That's his thing. Is that right? Yeah. Loves to drain batteries now. Yeah. Anyone that comes with a camera kills Look it. Out. Yeah. Right. Well, thanks very much for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're sort of, sort of getting towards the end a little bit. I had the had the pleasure one day of doing a, a night with Dylan Alcott. You know, like you know yeah. who Dylan is. Yeah, probably a friend of yours. Nah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'd love to meet him, mate. Yeah, he's a, yeah, he's a, he's, a, he's a good dude. I met him met him backstage when we did a little sportsman's night thing. Yeah, and actually we were talking about. Um, I had some questions on my clipboard, like I did, and one of them was um, about his Logie. And he had this big bag. I'm like, oh, do you have your Logie in the bag? Yeah. And he's like, nah, but I've got these. And he pulls out all of his Olympic medals. Oh, yeah. And they're just trash. Yes. And he's just chucking around. He's like, yeah, have a look at this one. Have a look at this one. Yeah. And they're just... It's like, oh, my God. On yeah. stage, he's just given to the crowd. There's yeah. 500 people at the Lighthouse Theatre and the medals are gone. He's like, I'll be back. No one's going to steal them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, they might. Yeah, they might. <laughs> they didn't. Until that one day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but he, he always says in his... Um, in his thing that you know people ask him would you would you change anything you know magic magic lamp genie comes out three wishes and he's like i wouldn't change yeah that he was in a chair and 
I think you sort of alluded to it before, and I'll ask you the same question, but I think I already know the answer is, if you did have the magic lamp and the genie, would you go back and say, I, I don't want this? You know, it, that's a, it's a tough question, really, because, yeah, it'd be cool if we didn't have this disease, but what if we then we wouldn't have done so much cool stuff and yeah. we might not know as many people as we know. Like, it just changes life completely. So yeah. it'd be cool not to have this condition, but my life's been pretty good, so I probably wouldn't change it. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you've arguably done a hell of a lot more. Yeah. One, just in, in meeting the people and seeing the things you've seen and going to the place and whatever, but also building the foundation yeah. and raising that sort of money. There's people who have full life expectancies of, of 80 years that yeah. don't do any of that stuff. Yeah, that's that's right. It's, it's pretty happy with where we're at and yeah who knows like we're making a difference in other people's lives so if we weren't like this how would we be like type thing yeah so yeah, yeah I'm quite happy with the way my life's turned out mm. yeah oh yeah. okay so yeah that, that's pretty much yeah that's what I was expecting yeah. the answer to be and I don't like <laughs> it'd be it'd be interesting if someone came out and said nah I'll just yeah I'll yeah change everything give it yeah. yeah change everything I, don't, I couldn't kill us you know yeah. I don't want it and there's probably people out there that would They're be probably, yeah. like that. Yeah. But yeah, I've had a good life, so <laughs> it's still going, so I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah. So health, health's good. Yeah, it's health's really good, good at the moment. moment. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, since last time I was sick, I've been really good. You had some, yeah, you had a pretty solid stint in hospital. That was not the, last year, 2019? Yeah, 2019, about July. Yeah. July, August, yeah. I had a lung infection, wasn't too good. No. I spent a month in there and then back in 2016 when we actually kicked off our campaign, I was when we had the first footy game, that's when I was in hospital then to add pneumonia. So oh, yeah. another month in hospital then. Yeah, so yeah. Just had to fight through both. Were you in Warrnambool the whole time? In Warrnambool Hospital yeah. the whole time? In the ICU the whole time. Yeah, I, I, I see you the whole yeah. time. Yeah. It was just easy to look after me there. So Yeah, more, more well-equipped, yeah. Mum and Dad were great then too. They... Tag team, swap over, one stayed. Dad stayed at night with me and oh, mum yeah. was there during the day and dad would go to work. And ah. This is crazy. 2019. So that was, was that the sickest you've ever been in 2019? Yeah, that was, yeah, the first time was serious too, but this was the closest to probably not yeah. coming back. Yeah. Did you yeah. did you think of that at that point? No, oh, not really because I was just determined. I was yeah. a bit worried at times, like a few times mum had to reassure me type of thing oh okay yeah I wasn't getting as better as I wanted to as quick and yeah those times were tough but yeah I was just determined not to go anywhere so fought through <laughs> it oh that's good yeah. yeah yeah so you hadn't you'd never turned around and said I'm I'm done like yeah no yeah given up no I'm not like that <laughs> I think that's um that determination for people in that it's huge I reckon yeah there's a part where you can get to that point and go I'm I'm yeah. done, I'm, I'm out. Yeah, well, yeah, Aaron got to that point in the end. Yeah. But he wasn't, like, seriously sick. He just, his body was just not, couldn't go anymore. And he was, yeah. he was ready to go, though. Like, he was happy knowing that the life he lived and yeah. he was going to be in a better place. So he was pretty content with, I've done everything I'm ever going to do. I'm yeah. happy with what I've done. Yeah. And the See last two years were pretty tough. For him anyway, because he was in bed the whole time. Like yeah. He couldn't go anywhere, so he was just at home. Yeah. But yeah, he 
he was ha quite content in the end and yeah, he had like a couple of weeks where he really got to say goodbye to anyone that wanted to come around. So that was like a so like a celebration for him. Okay. To say, get to say goodbye and let's like, say to people like look after Christopher or yeah. look after Mum. So there's sort of a, a stream of people coming yeah. through. For a couple of weeks there was a constant stream of people. Yeah. And the day before he passed away, it was pretty like wasn't doing too much, but that day Jimmy Bartel came down. Oh. So then we said to him once Jimmy left, You're just waiting for Jimmy, weren't you? And he <laughs> smiled. Yeah. And then didn't really do much after that and passed away the next morning. Oh. Was, that, so was, was like, he in hospital or here? No, nah, home. He was here. Yeah. yeah. So it was like he was waiting to see Jimmy and then he was happy he'd seen everyone. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty. It was and I think that's, yeah, going back to that, that, that nice mindset yeah. of, of he'd, he'd made up his mind, like, yeah, I'm, I've done, yeah. you know, I'm not, I'm not coming out of this any better. So I yeah. might as well. And then yeah, yeah, he was out. happy with that. And yeah. Yeah, it's pretty. Pretty hard couple of weeks, but in a way, yeah, it was nice that actually people got to say goodbye. Yeah. Instead of just him being gone. Does it does it help you? Because you were able to watch that he wasn't like he was content and happy with it and he wasn't yeah. angry and and frustrated and whereas so that you can look at that and go, Okay, I know what it's gonna be. Yeah, that side of it helped. It was yeah, that was like you could see that he was happy and to see him in that state made it a bit easier to deal with in the end but it, it was also tough like because you think you go to bed and you think oh he's not going to be here and then he's still there the next day like yeah. it was a draining week that way because you're like you know it's going to happen but it, each day you wake up and you're still still going along and yeah it was that was probably the harder bit because you're like you deal with it you go to bed thinking oh, I might see him again, so you say goodbye when yeah. you're going. Yeah, and then the next morning he's still going. So it was, that was more draining than knowing that he was going type yeah. of thing, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. more relief in the end. He was, yeah. yeah, he was happy and you were Because we knew that, yeah, he was couldn't do anything. He was in so much pain. Yeah. So that was a relief when he finally was gone. Have you, have you thought about that, like those last few days and weeks and – what it will look like for you? Well, not really. But <laughs> Sorry, this question, this question. We've run out of questions on the clipboard. Hopefully. <laughs> so if you don't want to just say, I'm not answering it. <laughs> no, I'm happy to answer it. Yeah. Happy, like, hopefully something similar. Yeah. So I still get to say goodbye to all my close friends, like the girls and yeah. my best mates, bud, like, make sure they're okay and yeah. so they know that I'm going to be all right. Yeah. That's probably the biggest thing. But it's not like you haven't got a sort of got a written down plan of this is how it's going to happen. No, nah, probably should, but <laughs> I don't want to think you like can't, that. You can't, can you? I mean, no, you can't can, really, yeah. You can't do a point. I have yeah. some things written out, yeah. Mm. I haven't really ever thought that far. I sort of don't try and think about it. Fair enough. It's a way yeah. to, yeah, so I don't stress about things like that. Yeah. What, what, in the end, what, what did Aaron died from, what, what ends up? Well, being the ultimate heart just gave way in the end does it so obviously yeah. your heart's a muscle muscular dystrophy yeah. affects muscle wastage and his breathing was yeah because the lungs obviously as well yeah got a bit tough so yeah that's basically most kids it's the heart failing in the end that does it yeah yeah so yeah there, there's like ways to prevent it not in the end but 
you get on like heart medication and stuff early now. Right. They put MD kids on them just to, as a precaution, that just to keep it going mm-hmm. to make sure it's healthy. Yeah. Go and see Dr. Bailey all the time. So You do? Yeah. 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 So you just keep on top of stuff like that that you can at least look at to know if it's getting worse or... Yeah. Yeah. So you have a fairly constant connection with doctors who are measuring everything and, and yeah. sort of checking the flow of, of uh, you know, vitals and all that sort of stuff that... Yeah. Yeah. So yeah I've got, yeah, Dr. Bailey for the heart and we've got a neurosurgeon that we talk to a fair bit, a neurologist. Mm. And yeah, Dr. Hall, our um, GP is the best doctor. He comes out to home... Yeah. So we'd have to go in there and yeah, that's he's cool. always, every couple of weeks he'll come out and just make sure we're all right and it's nice of him to do that. We'd yeah, be pretty definitely. stuffed without him. Yeah, definitely. Especially when Aaron couldn't leave the house, so that's when he started coming to the to home. Has to be, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Um, all right, we're just about finished. Give give us a, a quick um, rundown of what's what's happening with the Gillen Boys Foundation and what uh, what people can expect in the next... 12 months and 24 months and hopefully we can have start having some more events yeah what, what, what are we doing what what there's nothing actually in the pipeline yet no. but sort of yeah try and get some maybe like a golf day or something like that it's, it's been spoken about yeah well Liam wants to do that yeah, so he would. yeah. <laughs> yeah hopefully oh, we got lots of success out of the telephone that might become a yearly thing yeah what's the trailer I saw a picture of the trailer yeah, the got, other day got the trailer ready now so when we can have events. We got the barbecue in the back, and yep. can stack all our merch in there. And right, can, people, can people like ring you guys and say, "Can you bring the barbecue to my event?" So well, if someone's running a school fete or something, can they? Yeah, well, possibly. We yeah haven't really spoken about all that yet, but ah, I'm sure. Not yeah. about what the directors say. You're the, yeah. you're the ultimate boss. <laughs> any any way to get our name out there is yeah. raise any bit of money, even if you don't raise money in the event, just. The awareness is the most important thing. As well, yeah. 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 So, yeah, we'll just keep plugging away and get our little events happening when we can and hopefully keep a couple of bigger events like the telephone and something else later in the year, who knows. Yeah. Get the sprint car going. and Yes, get the sprint car going. Fun with that. Who's going to drive that? I hope it'd probably be one of our ambassadors. Yeah. So probably Corey McCullough or Brock oh, yes. No, yeah, well, okay. Or Classic it, winners. Even yeah. get J-Mac when he's home. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. So that'd be cool. And <laughs> yeah, just keep pushing towards our goal of finding cure. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Well, good luck with it, with, with all of the, the, the Gillen Boys Foundation stuff and uh, and, and, your, and your health. Hopefully you yep. beat, uh, what was his name? Dave Hatch. Yeah, we'll try and catch him. We've got, we've got our eyes on you, Dave 28 Hatch. Day, 28 years to get him. <clears throat> 28 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be go. the world record holder. Yeah. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be cool. <laughs> uh, it's been a pleasure, Chris Gillen from the Gillen Boys Foundation. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Cool.